Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. We're coming to you from Allen, Texas. Jesus is here in Allen, Texas. I hope he's there where you are. The scripture says, wherever two or more are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're hoping and seeking for. That as we gather together in the name of Jesus and in his word together and in his spirit, that he will be in our midst by his spirit. And he will minister because he is worthy of all glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Lord. The name of this message today is Cease from Men. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it and many people shall go and say, Come and let us go up into the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob and he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Verse 5. O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Let's go to verse 7. Their land also is full of silver and gold, neither is there any end of their treasures. Their land also is full of horses, neither is there any end of their chariots. Their land also is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands, that which their own fingers have made. And the mean man boweth down, and the great man humbleth himself. Therefore forgive them not. Enter into the rock, and hide thee in the dust, for fear of the Lord, and for the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down. And the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and upon every one that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low. Verse 11. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and upon every one that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low, and upon all the cedars of Lebanon that are high and lifted up, and upon all the oaks of Bashan, and upon all the high mountains, and upon all the hills that are lifted up and upon every high tower, and upon every fenced wall, and upon all the ships of Tarshish, and upon all pleasant pictures. And the loftiness of man shall be bowed down, and the haughtiness of men shall be made low, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day, and the idols he shall utterly abolish. And they shall go into the holes of the rocks, and into the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty, when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. In that day a man shall cast his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which they made, each one for himself to worship, to the moles and to the bats, to go into the clefts of the rocks and into the tops of the ragged rocks, for fear of the Lord, and for the glory of his majesty, when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. Verse 22. Cease ye from man, 
whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? It's not the man. Never look to a man. It is the word of God. It is the Lord working by the Holy Spirit through a man that he sends. The Lord will be glorified. The Lord will be honored in the children of men. The Lord is high and lifted up. He is upon his throne in all of his majesty and glory right now as we are speaking. All of heaven is worshiping the Father in heaven and the Son seated at his right hand. Praise God. Praise God. All the heaven is worshiping the Father. And we in on the earth need to worship him and honor him as they do in heaven. Remember in the Lord's Prayer. The disciples asked the Lord, How shall we pray? And Jesus said, Pray ye after this manner, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on the earth as it is in heaven. And that's the way it is. We on the earth have forgotten the majesty of our God. We have forgotten. We are blind. We don't see the glory of our God anymore. As in days of old, in the churches, that were really after the Lord. There was, in the day, in days gone by, there was a people that really loved the Lord and really trusted in the Lord, and there still are to this day. But you don't hear about them. You don't see them unless you are a part of them. But there is a people, God has a people, and they worship him with all their heart. They love him with all their heart. He is to be worshipped. He is to be glorified. The Lord of hosts is his name. Hallelujah. First Peter 4.11 if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion for ever and ever. So, if a man is a true minister of God that he has sent, he will be speaking as the oracles of God. He will be ministering as of the ability which God gives. He will never forget that. He will always know that it's God giving him the words to speak by his Holy Spirit. And if a man does not have the Holy Spirit, of course they all say they do, but if a man is not truly baptized in the Holy Ghost and filled with the Holy Ghost and sent by the Holy Ghost, as they were in Acts chapter 13, where it says, The Holy Ghost spake, and he said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work that I have called them to do, and they were sent forth, the apostles, the other prophets and teachers prayed and laid hands on them, and they were sent forth, and therein they became apostles. If that's not the case with a man, if he does not have the Holy Ghost, he has no business, God has not sent him, he has nothing to say to you, don't listen to him. Find out, the men that you are listening to, do they have the Holy Spirit? Are they sent by God? Are they speaking as the oracles of God? Are they ministering as of the ability which God gives? Is God being glorified through them, or who is being glorified? It is God in the man. When we begin to look to the man, we are deceived, and we rob God of his honor and glory, giving it to a man instead of to the one who gave everything that man has to him. It's only God in a man that can do anything for anyone. Jesus said himself, Without me, you can do nothing. We must abide in him. We, we are sent by him. We do what he tells us to do. We obey him. He said, my sheep hear my voice. They follow me. Also, the man who God sends must never think or act like that he is anything. 
When a man begins to act like he is something he is not, it is just that, and only that, an act. And if he is a good actor, he will deceive the people whose hearts are not fixed on Jesus. So we must set our hearts on the Lamb of God. Our hearts must be on the Lord God. We come together, and we come together in his name, as I said in the beginning of the program. Jesus said it. When you, two or more of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Well, that's what in my name means. It's not in preacher so-and-so's name. It's in his name, in the name of Jesus. We're lifting up the name of Jesus, not in pretense, but in truth. And we're gathered together in his name, and he will come and he will be there. Listen to me, people. If Jesus is not in your church, don't go there anymore. Find a place where Jesus is, maybe in a park or in someone's apartment or someplace where God leads you, where Jesus is, where there's people coming together in his name. They love him. They serve him. They worship him in spirit and in truth. That's where you need to be. That's where you'll receive your food, not from false preachers who act like they're something that they're not. Some of them are really great actors. I sat under one for over 20 years. He's still acting. He hasn't let up. Some of them are very crafty. And the devil empowers them to deceive the hearts of the simple. So how do we get out of that? Through the word of God. Go into your Bible. Read your Bible. Read the New Testament. Read the words of Jesus. Find out what Jesus said. Compare it to what your preacher is saying. Thank God he has his people. God has his people. Let's turn to Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it, with judgment and with justice, from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Also, Zechariah 6, verse 13. Even he shall build the temple of the Lord, and he shall bear the glory, and shall sit and rule upon his throne, and he shall be a priest upon his throne, and the council of peace shall be between them both. What do we have that God did not give us? When a man is lifted up in pride, and he thinks he's something he's not, he is deceived. No man is able to bear the glory that belongs only to Jesus, but he can bear it. The government is upon his shoulders. The glory is upon him. The honor is upon him. And he calls us and he sends us and he gives us tasks to do. But always we should be glorifying him and honoring him. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 7. Thank you, Jesus. The Apostle Paul said, Who maketh thee to differ from one another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? And that's what happens. Everything we have, we got from God. Every gift we have, every ability we have, even our own life, our bodies, our souls, our spirits, everything was created by God, and he's given us everything we have. Therefore, we have no right to glory as though we did not receive it, as though it has something to do with us and ourselves. Amen. So we need to humble ourselves and repent of our pride, of thinking we're something we're not. And we need to put to death these works of the flesh through the Spirit and glorify God. You know what? You'll have peace. 
You'll have peace. You'll have the peace that passes all understanding. You'll have true joy. You'll have real happiness. You'll have God's blessing in your life. If you walk after his way, if you do things his way, he has a way that he wants his church to be run. He wants to have true elders, true servants, true deacons, true servants of God, men that humble themselves and boldly speak his word without fear of a man, and that love, as Jesus made that example at the Last Supper when he washed the apostles' feet. That's what he wants in his church. He wants real servants that care for the, the flock, that feed the flock the good, fresh food from Jesus, that they get only by the Holy Ghost. You don't get that from a Bible school. You get that from spending time in his word and the Holy Spirit teaching you the word of God and leading you to walk in it and bringing it forth in your, in your life and out of your life to other people. Amen. We are able to admonish one another in the scriptures only by the Holy Ghost. I want to look at another verse, Jeremiah six sixteen. Thus saith the Lord, Stand you in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. And that's the way it is today. People say, Oh, those are the old ways. That's that old religious stuff. And they don't understand that God's ways are true. They're eternal. They're not old in the sense of being out of date. They are old because they've been from eternity. God's ways are true and just. It keeps coming up in my spirit, this verse in Philippians uh, 4. And this is for those of you that are afraid at the things that you see going on in the earth. Some of you are living very close to where there's violence and unrest, and you're not sure of what is coming. There is no question. Darkness is on the earth. Darkness is covering the earth. Many things are coming. Trouble is coming. We know that from the scriptures. But it's already happening. We need to understand the time that we're living in. We need to understand where we are. The Apostle Paul said this in verse 6 of chapter 4 of Philippians. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So that's what we need to do. We cannot let this fear take a hold of us. We cannot let the news scare us. We need to have our eyes on Jesus. We need to be looking to him. We need to be trusting in him. And he will take care of us.